0: 198
1: top five South American songs hello once again thank you for joining us we feel blessed being able to hang out with you talk about classic alternative music here on the only three lads podcast each and every week we get to hang out talk about the golden age of alternative music from the 70s 80s and 90s how about that I'm uncle Greg you're still Uncle Greg. And you're Brett Vargo. I'm still
0: there. Yeah, I'm still Five here. seasons in, and we're still who we are. Yeah, that's just the way it goes. And you had mentioned, so classic alternative music from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, right? That's one change that we are making this season. Yes, we're
1: going to try and expand a little bit and uh, see where it goes. Yeah. So there's a lot of great music from everywhere in every corner of the world. And so why don't we just... Uh, 70s 80s and 90s 70s 80s and
0: 90s let's dispense with the whole 1974 start hey if it's 70s 80s or 90s fits into this uh broad category of classic alternative music that we've set up hey nothing's off limits hot damn hey and don't forget We do have a little radio station that we're
1: kind of working on right now. It's in its infancy. We're learning to crawl. Then we're going to learn to walk. And hopefully one day we'll be able to run like the wind. But right now you can go to live365.com. And we have a plethora of things on that radio station, music that you have maybe haven't heard for a long time, music that you never heard, stuff you know. Um, I think that from here on out, you won't even need a local radio station.
0: You'll just listen to O3L Radio. Yeah, they have a great app as well. So download the Live 365 app. And yes, we are literally adding hundreds of songs a week to the playlist as well as some specialty shows we did one called how soon is now where it's kind of like a then and now of classic alternative artists we have some more special shows cooked up so you get exclusive content you'll get to hear our wit and wisdom <laughs> i don't know something like that with some yeah either full podcast episodes at various times throughout the day or uh, some some little snippets so it's all good fun Yes, and let's be uh, full disclosure, Brett
1: has done much work on this. Uh, he made the wor- the, the uh, How Soon Is Now little show. And if you get a chance to check that out, it's really good. And I'm really impressed. Thank you. And it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yes. I never need an excuse to be a nerd. Well, this week, season five, we're starting off with our top five South American songs. Ooh. We were supposed to have a guest, mm-hmm. but we don't know if time or Internet or whatever happened, but she's not here yet. Yep. So maybe she'll join in. And if she does, that's awesome. If not, we can always reschedule. But this was a hard one for me because I've been looking at South American bands and songs and it's all in Spanish. And so I'm looking at it going, huh? So... I just tried to do my best. There is some music that I knew. There was some music that I have no clue. So I went with how it made me feel or guitar riffs. Um, And then when you find out about what the meaning of the song is, it makes it even better. So that's kind
0: of cool. Well, and what's going to be extra fun is that neither of us are native Spanish speakers. I took a lot of Spanish in school, but my Spanish is not good. I mean, it's kind of laid dormant for the past 30 plus years. So... Eh, it's gonna be fun just listening to us if you do speak Spanish you will find great joy in uh, (laughs) listening to us struggle
1: this episode and you know how I struggle with English so I can only imagine how I'm gonna be struggling with Spanish but uh, you know my son he's (laughs) quarter Mexican so yeah kind of in
0: so we'll see what I can do yep my kids as well and my son is actually a Spanish linguistics major double majoring uh this year so which I am actually in his apartment we're dropping him off at school after winter break so uh if I sound at all different I'm working on a foreign laptop sitting in a pretty empty room here so we'll we'll see how
1: it goes yes a 20 something male's room not a whole lot of things in there not not a lot of things just
0: white walls minimalist yeah he has on the walls right now a uh, periodic table. He has an Altin Goon Turkish Psych Band uh, poster, and he has a uh, Paul McCartney poster. What are you going to get for his wall on this
1: trip, dropping him off for his last semester of his understudy?
0: Well, I mean, at his age, I
1: had posters of girls. I I don't know. Is that even acceptable anymore? Can you do that? I think you can. There's no law, but it just depends. You would have to, maybe if it's like a transgender girl and... It was tucked right or, you know, maybe the bulge just a little bit seen, So people can go, oh, wow, she's beautiful.
0: And that's progressive, isn't it? Being, I think so. Yeah, being a a chauvinist pig, (laughs) uh, you know, gawking at female bodies was a lot easier back in the 90s, I tell you. Oh, even the 80s. Could you imagine the, what was it?
1: Oh, uh, this past week or just a few weeks ago, it was... Van Halen's 40th anniversary of 1984 being released. And I put something on social media and it's a baby holding a cigarette. Now, could you imagine that wouldn't pass probably the record label censors. now. They would say, you know what, the baby could be on there, but maybe we shouldn't put a pre-roll in its fingers. How about that? I'm sure that would be a little
0: bit different this time. Well, and we found out because we had talked about this off air that it was based upon the artist's friend's son little baby right who posed for the picture holding a candy cigarette which he then proceeded to eat i thought that was really interesting and
1: i was so dumb i thought that was uh, eddie van halen as a baby and they kind of just redid the photo and put the cigarette in his hand because he was a big smoker at that time i mean could have been but i
0: was wrong brett was right well i wasn't right google was right I had no idea. When you told me it was Eddie Van Halen as a baby, I was like, oh, that's that's cool. I had no idea. And then I looked it up. I'm like, yeah, well, I was completely wrong. But you know, maybe that's just one of those old wives <laughs> tales, rock and roll wives exactly. tales. Yeah. So you'd mentioned our guest. We're not going to consider that an official stand up as of yet, because it could have been timing. So we're going to give her the benefit of the doubt. What's interesting is, is she is a real South American, so it kind of gave this topic some legitimacy. We're obviously not. But my history with South American music, well, I guess, first of all, because most of our listener base is, is not in South America. So a little geography lesson. So continental South America is Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Ecuador, Guyana, Paraguay, Peru, Suriname, Uruguay, and Venezuela. There's your lesson for the day. I fell in love with rock and espanol as a late teenager, or when our cable provider added MTV Latino or Latin America or whatever it was to our channel lineup. Of course, being in San Diego, border city. So I started watching that. Now, with the exception of 120 minutes, which I watched religiously, I thought MTV in the mid 90s was a dire wasteland, pretty much. MTV Latino, totally different. Rather than listening to the latest grunge-clad slackers moan on about how miserable their first world suburban lives were, a lot of the bands that I heard from Spanish-speaking countries, first of all, displayed the obvious influences of bands like The Cure, Depeche Mode, The Smiths, Joy Division, a lot of post-punk, synth pop, psych rock. So, I mean, it was already more in my wheelhouse, but then a lot of times they cut the rock and roll with ska and reggae and cumbia and bossa nova and bolero and all these indigenous styles i guess and even if you couldn't always understand the words and i understood them a heck of a lot better in the 90s than i probably do now but you knew that there is just a poetry to the way the words flowed and that really connected with me so i mean a lot of the bands that i heard then i came to find out we're from mexico and spain so they're kind of off the table for this discussion but a lot of the bands that i loved were from south america so that's uh i I had fun with this personally i had fun too but my thing was more of watching the videos
1: it seems to me that um, latin america that they are all about family fighting and boinking Mm -hmm. and i'm down with that let me tell you I've always, you know, watched the Latin news and the Latin, you know, weather women, God bless them. These videos, if you, especially the old ones, I mean, they're, they're singing about like right now, it's summer in Peru and in South America. So they're at the beach and they're having cookouts and, you know, they're having fun like how we have fun in the summer. They're not freezing like we are in the continental U.S. and Alaska and parts of Europe. Right. now. I think they have more fun during their summer. So I probably it sure looks that way. I don't know. I'm just watching the videos going, uh, how much is it to fly there and how soon can I get there? Because it looks like they're having a lot of fun everyone's drinking everyone's kind of uh seems like their family so it's like this is going to be fun i want to meet their tias and then you know get one pregnant and then be able to go to all the holiday parties it seems I that's, what meal. It, that's what i'm picking up from these videos Do you want to get one of the tias pregnant well yeah the aunts. okay i'm uncle greg all right i don't want to get their sisters pregnant all right it's creepy Just it's too <laughs> old but their tias amen amen well i'm glad we had this conversation Yeah, nobody else is, by the way, just us. New season, same us. (laughs) There you go. All right, well, let's get into this list because before we get into more trouble. It it
0: has only been a couple weeks since our last recording. We haven't grown that much.
1: Yes, there is no growth. We're kind of like uh, ACDC. You get the same sound over and over again, just with the good news is what's different is the different themes each show is. So less growth than your average goiter. (laughs) There you go. Top five South American songs. Again, I was kind of lost and I leaned on Brett a little bit. Uh, I just knew that, wow, I don't know any of this music, but it was fun to do some research. There's a lot of great music and a lot of great meaning behind the music down in South America. And I'll start with my number five because I know that this is probably more of hard rock than it is alternative But I remember when I first started in radio, I was with The Edge in Phoenix and our sister station, which was right next to us, was Z-Rock. And Z-Rock was this hair band, heavy metal type format that came out of Dallas. And they they had satellites across the country. And what basically happened was you would have one or two local shows, then you would pipe in the music and national shows from Z-Rock in Dallas. I had gotten exposed to this band, Slapatura. And they had Chaos AD was the cassette that I just wore out. I love this CD. I still listen to it. I remember meeting the band. They were on tour with Pantera in 1994, the summer of 94. That was right after Brazil won the World Cup, the band out of Brazil. Paulo wearing, he's the bass player, wearing the jersey of Brazil. And I believe Brazil, they won 3-2 on penalty kicks against Italy. So he was jazzed. Everybody in South America is jazz. I know the World Cup, everyone around the world except for America, they are completely into this. America is getting more into it, but it's huge. And so basically, they had moved to Phoenix. So this is kind of a homer pick. But I don't know if you guys know about the death squads in Latin America back in the 80s and 90s, and especially in Brazil in the early 90s. So they had to get the hell out of there street kids were getting killed and they were targets so they moved to phoenix and so that's where i got to meet the band the song that i'm picking at my number five is refuse resist you know in south america there's oppression everywhere and one day you just have to say no to the oppression whatever that is and you just have to resist
2: what is this shit
1: This song does it for me. It's kind of hard rock. I think probably Brett's never heard it, and if he did, he'd hate it.
0: I have not, and I would. But
1: there's also territory on this CD. You would hate it, but it's good.
0: And uh, so I'm just picking it. They're out of Brazil. Sepultura, number five, refuse, resist. All right. Not being a metal guy, I always get confused. I know that there's Sepultura and there's Pantera, and I could never remember which one was Brazilian. Sepultura, Sepultura, yeah. Sepultura. yeah, Pantera. Okay. They were, I think, out of Texas, Okay. Pantera. Pretty sure they're out of Texas, All right. yeah. I always get them confused. I'll look it up just to make sure. Well, thank you. Well, meanwhile, while you look that up, self-imposed rule time. I have mentioned before on this show that i hold brazilian music pretty sacred and i was wondering how in the heck i was going to integrate brazilian music into my list this week so basically i didn't (laughs) we're we're going to have brazilian music as a separate category at some point it is in the randomizer just forewarning you greg so you could prepare yeah i could start looking now yeah so i decided not to include any brazilian songs in my list so it's really just the spanish-speaking contingency of South America. The other self-imposed rule is that I limited myself to one song per country. So I'm going to take you on a little musical journey. How about that? Let's do it. As uh, Dora and Diego would say, (laughs) (laughs) vamonos. So I'm going to start in Colombia with one of the most revered bands in the nation's history, Tercio Palados, which translates to velvet ones in English, and their song Bolero Falaz, or in English, Phony Bolero. Now the song's from 1995. It landed at the top of the list of the 1,000 most important Colombian rock songs. Top 1,000, it's number one, as ranked by Canal Viva Colombia, as well as number one on Rolling Stone Colombia's list of the top 50 Colombian songs. So that's how impactful this song was. As phony as they may have considered this bolero, they successfully synthesized rock music with bolero, buoyed by Andrea Echeverri's dreamy vocals. Lyrically, though, it's a far cry from the usual romanticism of traditional bolero music. Instead, it paints a rather bitter side of a relationship with suspected infidelity. Who will be that infamous woman who won't let me love you? If I found her, I would break her face. I'm fed up. Wow. I guess hell hath no fury like a fiery Colombian woman, but check out the parent album for this song, which is called El Dorado from 1995, as well as the great 1996 follow-up, which is called La Pipa de la Paz, or The Pipe of Peace. And that album was produced by Phil Manzanera from Roxy Music, and it's just a really cool journey of an album. So number five for me, Tercio Palados, Bolero Fe- Falaz. See, there we go.
1: Bolero Wow. Eyes. You at least sound like you're getting it right. I know I'm going to murder some I'm
0: sure this. I'm not. It's going to
1: be terrible. Trust me I'm not. Spanish speakers get to our Facebook page and please help us so that next time if we ever try and do this again we're able to pronounce the correctly. Julio will chuckle out of all. respect. Yes. Julio's going to be thinking gringos is what he's going to be yep. thinking. He wouldn't be far off. <laughs> well number four for me is a band that I never heard of but they were pretty big. In South America. They may still be. I have no idea. But the band is Lale and the song is El Dulo? D U E L O. 1985, ni- 1995, I should say. Well, that's, that's why I screwed up uh, English. But I don't know. When I was watching this video, there was something swayed like to me. The it was right there in 95, so Suede was making it big across the world. So, but I got a like a Suede vibe from especially the lead singer, kind of reminded me of Brett Anderson. Yeah. So I just thought, well, this is pretty good. I kind of like it. It was kind of, I don't know, it, it sounded good. So I just picked it at number four, hopefully Lale is proud of me for picking one of their songs and hopefully the fans down in South America are too. Yeah, very cool. That's all I know about that song. It just made me feel, it kind of moved me and then I was, you know, but then again, I was like, oh, that's kind of like suede, So I liked it. So that's why I put it at number
0: four. great band i believe from chile i believe that they actually did a reunion they disbanded for a few years and did a reunion last year well there you go So there you go brett what's their catalog numbers do you know uh it is cero uno tres cuatro nueve (laughs) cinco seis cinco seis (laughs) (laughs) perfect do you believe me not at all but it sounded good well Darn it. So, number four for me, over to my favorite band from Venezuela called Sentimiento Muerto, which translates to Dead Feeling. I know, I know what you're thinking. They surely must be an Osmonds tribute band with that name. But actually they started in 1981 and were indebted to post-punk bands like The Cure and continued to forge their own brand of brooding tempestuous rock music as they progressed through the 80s and early 90s when they finally called it quits. They were wildly successful in their native country. How successful you ask? Their second album called El Amor Ya No Existe from 1987 became the best selling Venezuelan album of the 20th century. Yes, the 20th century. So the track I'm picking up number four is called Manos Frias or Cold Hands. It was actually featured on that record in a re-recorded version, but specifically I'm actually picking the raw, punkier, original version that was recorded in the band's early days. I don't know, sometime around probably 1983-ish or so. It lacks the polish and the highly produced sound of the 1987 version, which is totally preferable to my taste. Singer Pablo Danino uses the contrast between the temperature of his and his lover's hands when he says, your hands are cold, not like mine. And it's a metaphor for the general confusion he feels about their emotional distance. She pulls away from his kisses, leaving him twisted in knots With feelings of rejection and frustration. So, in other words, if it were the Osmonds, she'd be a little country, he'd be a little rock and roll. I don't know how or why I got on this Osmonds thing. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going to stop there. Number four, great band, Sentimiento Muerto, Manos Frios. Definitely, uh, yeah, check out their, their earlier stuff. But they had some really great albums in the uh, late 80s as well. Anything in
1: English, like where we can listen to it, or maybe there's a band that did a cover in English? Not Is that, that I know possible? of. possible? Not that I know of. Well, we got to learn Spanish. This podcast brought to you by... What's the thing that you can learn a different language? I was just hearing a commercial. Duolingo. 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 Does that one work? There's also one. It's like Babbel. Is Babbel one? Yeah, Babbel's a like a translator. I think. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just heard a commercial for something, and I was like, oh wow, wouldn't that be great? I think that now with technology, though, you can go to any corner of the world, and they do have little boxes that people speak into, right? And sometimes the translation's a little iffy. But I think you could still communicate
0: with people, and I think that's pretty cool. When you ask for a chili dog and you know they slap you, you have to wonder what you really ask for. But that's half the fun. That's the adventure of
1: travel. Absolutely. If you have some South American bands that you're into and you can understand what the names mean, what they're saying, please get to our Facebook page. Leave a list because we're interested. The music is very passionate and exciting. I just don't know exactly you yet the research to what they're talking about, because mm-hmm. I don't speak Spanish, unfortunately. But there's a lot of great music, though, and that makes you move. There's a lot of great dance music, as Brett was talking about. You get rock, but then you get a lot of cultural music in there, too. Yeah. So the way how they mix it and kind of it kind of fuses.
0: It's it's kind of interesting. And what I love about this episode this week, I know that this is going to be out of a lot of people's wheelhouse. And I mean, let's face it, there is kind of a I won't say it's a prejudice, but there's not a lot of openness in English speaking countries towards foreign language music. So what I hope from this is that it at least Gives people kind of a roadmap to maybe explore some of this music because there's so much great music worldwide out there that classic alternative lovers are going to enjoy, guaranteed. Yeah, especially
1: if you're in a band and you hear some of this music, maybe it may influence you to do something different. You never know. Absolutely. You might go on tour with Shakira. Mm. and you're down there in south america summer right now so if you're freezing sign me up you know they're in the 80s and 90s and 100s there so who knows i do like me my shakira who doesn't Mm. colombia colombia it's not colombia
0: colombia
1: is how you would say it correctly me hips don't am i correct with that
0: brett yes that is correct all
1: right all right whoo see i'm glad look english Screwed up every week. Spanish so far, batting a thousand. Beautiful. We'll probably screw that up really quickly. Coming up after this, as our list continues.
2: Hey, this is Alan from Kilkenny Cats, and I love the three lads. Only three lads. Broadcast. A podcast. Fuck. I've screwed it up. Let's do it again. (laughs) That's the best one. That's (laughs) that's the keeper. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Killer then.
1: going down for segment dos in tres dos uno we are back it is the only three lads podcast don't forget tell your friends season five you can get us on all the platforms we're on the pantheon podcast network with a bunch of our friends there tell your smart speaker play the only three lads podcast and when you're in your car driving to work you want something different o3l radio Live365.com, they got the app there too. Check it out, something a little bit different, and hopefully it'll make your taste buds happy. So far, those who have listened have raved about it. Raved about it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I think that it's kind of like a classic alternative radio station. But there, you know, we got Brett who has gone to deep corners. He's like the flashlight and he puts light on darkness and he finds these songs and you're going, oh, I remember that or I've never heard that. How come? I'm upset. I want to hear it again. That's what I find myself
0: doing. Yeah, because here's the thing. We all love the same hundred songs that your local alternative radio station plays. We love them. There's a reason why they play them to death. But I like to believe that People like to go a little deeper than that and hear some deep cuts from those artists, or maybe be introduced to artists who they're going to like based on the type of music that we all listen to. Part of it's discovery, it maybe a, a little different exposure than you're going to get if you go to a terrestrial radio station.
1: And what's also cool is that some of these bands that Brett's talking about that maybe you didn't hear about, they influence bands that you heard about, like your favorite band, they would rave and maybe wear the t-shirts of some of these bands that are playing on that radio station. So you're going to go, "Oh, I totally recognize that." Yep. And so it's still going to feel good as you meet new people. It's going to feel good, I promise. There you go. All right. Top right. 5 South American songs. Back to South America. Back to South America. Did I say that correctly? Almost. I just like copied you, so there we go. Now I'm batting 750, still in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Okay, at number three, this is one band that Brett kind of steered me towards. It's Chilean Rock, and it's Chile, it's not Chile. Hey, are you going to Chile for vacation? It's Chile. This is a song, it's a story about 50 cigarettes, And this is what I love the meaning of these songs when you can't understand their language, but then you kind of dive in, you go for the feel, you go for the the emotion that the singer's trying to emote. It tells a story about 50 cigarettes living in the Tower of Babel, reflecting on the fragility and the vulnerability of life. And it really symbolizes the consequences of reckless behavior and the irreversible nature of certain mistakes. The band, Lost Trace. Now this is what I, I'm gonna, my batting average probably will go down, Brett, so help me out. La Torre del Babel. La Torre de Babel. Babel. Okay, so I sounded a little bit babble. Babel. 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 There you go. Yep. But uh, it's kind of rockabilly, so it's kind of cool. Reminds you kind of the stray cats. But it's fun. It's upbeat. It's got that four on the floor. So I'm all in. Number three, Los Tres. La Torre de Babel. <laughs>
2: that's
0: a great song definitely was an honorable mention for me i did a playlist of all my contenders and it was about uh three hours long while I was driving up to Berkeley yesterday. And I was just digging. I think it drove my wife crazy. But gosh, it's good (laughs) stuff. Good stuff. Fantastic. Well, my number three, I'm also going to take a visit to Chile, and it is the band Los Prisioneros. Now, the band was one of the driving forces of the Nuevo Pop Chile movement, which is basically that country's new wave. They started as a punk band with ska, reggae, and rockabilly influences with a political bent. So essentially, they were like the closest Chilean equivalent to The Clash. Their outspoken attitude denouncing the country's dictatorship at the time got their music banned from radio, TV, and record shops from 1985 to 1990, meaning that most of their music was obtained via cassette tapes that were circulated underground within Chile, which naturally made them huge stars there and throughout Latin America. Tell the people they can't have something and they want it more, right? I thought about going for one of the tracks from that earlier era. They had anthems like La Voz de los ochenta, which means the voice of the 80s, or We Are Sudamerican Rockers. But I'm going for a 1990 track that saw the band brilliantly pivot to synth pop called Train Al Sur. I swear if it weren't for, like I talked about, the English world's resistance to foreign language music, this melancholic song and its haunting synth line would be a classic alternative radio staple all the world over, mixed into playlists with Depeche Mode, New Order, Pet Shop Boys, etc. In fact, the song was inspired by New Order's Touched by the Hand of God. Now, it was the first single from their fourth album called Corazones from 1990, spins a tale that literally may be about singer Jorge Gonzalez taking a train to his hometown in the south of Chile. But symbolically, it's a journey through life, his past, nostalgia for home and his father. Happiness despite humble and poor beginnings. It's a lovely tune, brimming with a longing for the place you belong and a digging for roots. So, definitely check this one out. three for me, Los prisioneros.
1: Train Al Sur. I probably listened to that song. I was listening to a bunch of songs from that band. Yeah? Yeah, Yeah, but they're a little bit too soft for me. But I did like them. I did like a lot of the songs. Check out some of their earlier stuff. Their earlier stuff is much punkier, but by the uh, early 90s, they kind of went synth pop. Yeah, it was just like, and then like I was saying before we started recording, some of the songs in Latin America to me, a lot of them start off really slow, then they kick in, and then they end slow. So there was kind of I don't know, maybe it's just the songs I listen to? Am I wrong? Es posible. Yes, and I understood what you said. That's, that's possible, is what he's saying. <laughs> and it is very possible, uh, very, very possible. All right, here is my Spanish average going down once again. Another kind of steer from Brett to me and I listened to it. And what I loved about this song was the guitar riff. It's kind of early U2-y to me. And the theme of the song is about freedom, escape, surrendering control excitement of embracing the unknown i love all those themes i have no idea what the guy's saying and this is where i'm going to just screw this up okay get ready brett to yeah, help me i'm ready dolores del ariel i i think it's delirio
0: delirio yeah del Rio. i think it's did i get that no, second I, th- part I think right? it's delirio like like delirious like dolores delirious Dolores. okay
1: well say it for me real quick so that people can understand dolores delirio
0: that's the best I can do with it.
1: Sorry. No, it's way better than me. I'm like, dee, 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 dee. Um, let's see. So it's a kubal Lagar Lugar.
0: How often am I on in that? Uh, now I'm going to, now I'm going to mess it up. Uh, a <laughs> ah qual... <laughs> uh, Lugar, uh, a Lugar, a uh, Qualcare Lugar, a Lugar.
1: Right. Julio, help us out. Get on Facebook and straighten me out. Oh, wow. I probably can't even say that again. <laughs> A cool lugar lagar. A cooler lugar. Cool it basically means anywhere in English. Okay. Well, wow, see? Again, America, we just get right to it. <laughs> A cool lugar lagar anywhere. And anywhere is. I guess that's the whole embracing the unknown and surrendering control. But the guitar rift. Listen to that. That that made me really excited about the song, and that's why I put it at number two. Yeah.
0: I dig that one too. And they are, they are from Peru, Peru, Peru. I'm getting all tongue tied. <laughs> yeah. That guitar riff is really cool. It is very much like the edge or the other point of reference that I came up with flock of seagulls. Oh, okay. You know, the way the guitar riff kind of bounces yeah, around I, in I, the sound the hear spectrum. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, it, it feels like holes, but it's like good. Yeah.
0: I like it. Okay. I love, yeah. I love that one. I have
1: to, when I listen to it again, I'll think of uh
0: flock of seagulls. Yep. All right, nice. very cool. All right. Well, guess what? For number two, I am stopping in Peru as well. What a coincidence. Nice. So I'm going to start by saying that my favorite Peruvian song of all time, and actually probably one of my favorite songs from anywhere because I just can't get enough of it, is the absolutely pulverizing proto-punk song by Los Psychos from 1965 called Demolición which is basically this totally punk rock song about destroying train stations as an act of complete rebellion. It's snotty, manic, and at least a solid decade ahead of its time. I mean, you listen to this and you're like, that's from like 1965 i think it dates back to like 1964. i mean just crazy but there's a song that actually gives me a really similar feeling within the o3l era and it's from short-lived punk band narcosis i don't even know if it's you know Narcosis, narcosis 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 however you say it and their 1985 debut primera dosis and it's called repression or repression as you might imagine a punk song called "Repression." it's a call to action to free yourself from repression. The barriers that stagnate your mind, show Garcia barks in Spanish before going on to elaborate further. You are in a cage that represses all of your instincts. You are so blind and fooled by your disgusting alienation that you don't even realize that you are your own enemy and then talks about that effing repression. Punk rock man, it's a cool track, so check it out from 1985 Repression by Narcosis. Narcosis, no Corsis. It's spelled exactly the same as it is in English, so I don't know if it's intended to be like just narcosis. No, probably not. Probably not. That would be like
1: here, like if you know, like I was Gregoro Polo and you were Bredo. How how would you say Brett in Spanish? Yeah, Bretto. I'll go with Bretto. Bretto. Bredo. Uh, Bretto, right. yeah. Gregoro. The only three lads podcast each and every week. I'm honored that you guys are here once again. Take a look at the golden age of music from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Alternative. It's all alternative.
0: This is about the very definition of alternative because I'm guessing a lot of this is new to a lot of listeners out there. Oh, absolutely.
1: Talk about alternative. But just like you were saying, Brett. If you take a listen and you kind of go down the wormhole a little bit, you're going to find things that you like. And then if you kind of go on Google, say, What is this song about? The meaning of, I'm going to, La Torre de Bebel. And then I probably screwed that up again. That was but if good. you do that, then you could find out. Oh, was it? Oh, look at that. Gosh. Hey, ladies, I'm single. So if you're down there in uh, Chile, You know, just saying he knows how to roll his R's. I do not. Actually, I've been trying to do that for decades, but I'm never able to do that. I cannot roll anything. I've tried numerous times.
0: Oh, you can roll some stuff.
1: Well, yeah, but not my R's. But I'm going to still work on it and we're going to work on our number ones. Coming up after this, don't forget, head over to our Facebook page. If you know some of these bands or if you have some suggestions, let us know. Also, what we need is some themes for season five. So if you have some ideas, top five, you fill in the blank. We can do that, too. Bring them on. We need to kick you in the R's. Bring them on. Wow. (laughs) Violence, passion, South American music. More of it coming up after this. This is Graham Parker.
2: You're listening to the Only Three Lads podcast. Hey
1: folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite.
0: We've got something pretty cool for you you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package.
1: And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Thank you once again for being here, the community of the Only Three Lads podcast. I'm Uncle Greg. We have Brett Vargo. Hola. Talking about our top five South American songs this week. So talk about, Brett just said it, talk about being alternative This is truly alternative for a lot of us. Now, Brett, in the 90s, when your house got MTV Latino or MTV whatever it was, what drew you to watching those videos? Now, by that time, as you said, MTV was no longer about music. It was about getting young people drunk so they can
0: fight and we could do reality shows. There was a couple of things. First of all, the English language videos they showed, because it was it was kind of a mix between rock and Espanol and an English language. But the English language videos they showed were like, that was where I saw all the Britpop videos that you wouldn't find on American MTV. I thought that, that was really cool and definitely you know more to my liking but the videos i saw in spanish i found them to be a lot more artistically daring because i think they just have i mean they have a different sense of humor and a different style of art there's just a whole different sense of artistic expression there that uh, that i thought was really just cool and different so that's what drew me to it And I also know about the
1: videos by doing this show, doing the research. I was watching a lot of videos and a lot of times the pixels had to be obscured because instead of just having scantily clad women, you would have topless women dropping trout. It's just like, wow, they, I guess, didn't have any sort of censorship back then there in South America, or maybe boobies don't freak people out like they do in the good old USFA.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there is a different sense of, Repression, I guess. Well, a lot of the
1: music is about oppression and repression. And that's my number one. Brett already called it even before we did this because this is a song I actually listened to, but I learned more about it, which is cool. It's got a really catchy rhythm the drums, the bass, the rhythm section's awesome. Songs about love, passion, and sacrifice. It's about police repression and Argentina's dictatorship. What blew me away the most, though, this song was from 1985, and I don't know how long I've been listening to this song, but every once in a while, I'll be in my car, like to put it on and crank it up, and it just feels great. But it's Los Fabuloso Cadillacs.
0: Los Fabuloso Cadillacs. Did I get it right? Fabulosos, right? Because that that would go along with with Los. Los Fabulosos Cadillacs. Los Fabulosos Cadillacs. the, The Fabulous Cadillacs. And they are out of
1: Argentina, the song Matador. If you haven't heard this song, you really should t- check it out. I don't know how I stumbled across it, but I've been listening to this song for years. I can't say how long, but it's been a long time. And I stumbled across it. I just can't believe it's 39 years old. <laughs> Feels great. It's my number one, Los Fabulosos, Cadillacs,
0: Matador. Well, and they, they were really popular here for a while, right? In the nineties, I want to say. They won a Grammy award. I remember them doing something with Debbie Harry. They were on MTV. So they definitely broke through to a wider audience here. Yeah, I think you mentioned something really important. And actually my number one is also from Argentina at, or Argentina shall we say Argentina Argentina, and you had mentioned the oppression and I think that's really important because I think that one of the reasons why maybe there was that expression and passion was because they were up against so much oppression I mean like Pearl Jam could be why, oh my daddy didn't get me a car today oh I'm so mm-hmm. misunderstood but no I mean real Poverty and third world problems and government oppression and police oppression and all that. I mean, these were very real things for South American artists to sing about. So my number one comes from the band whose videos on MTV, Latin America, jumped out at me as a young man. It was clear that they were a major band in the non-English speaking world on a level reserved at the time for bands like U2, Excess, and The Cure making thoughtful, meaningful music on an extraordinarily high level, and packing stadiums. It was just that the English-speaking world once again simply wasn't paying attention. So I'm talking about Soda Stereo, the trio of singer and guitarist Gustavo Cerati, bassist Zeta Bozio, and drummer Charlie Alberti. From their start in 1982 to their final bow in 1997, they released seven albums, studio albums at least, and progressed from fun-loving, quirky new wave band absorbing influences from Ska, The Police, and Oingo Boingo to the most beloved and influential South American rock band ever. Their ascent, and perhaps not only the reason why Argentina produced so many great bands in the era, but also likely the reason why rock and Espanol as a whole flourished in the 80s and 90s coincides with the aftermath of the Falklands War everybody remembers 1982 Britain and Argentina fighting over this territory Argentina like most Wars they feel that it ancestrally is their territory Great Britain had been in control of it since the 40s so they're gonna fight to keep it because you know rule Britannia a spoiler alert Just in case you haven't been keeping up on history, the UK won. But after that, many radio stations refused to play English language music, which opened up the airwaves to Latin talent, such as Soda Stereo. So many great songs from this band. If you have not checked them out, or also Gustavo Cerati's solo work is phenomenal as well. And he sadly passed away 2014, I want to say. But just an amazing body of work. I didn't know where to go because I love so many songs, Nada Personal, Persiana Americana, Primavera Cero, Ella usó mi cabeza como Um revolver, she uses my head like a revolver. But even though I might have personal favorites, I'm gonna go with probably their most popular song, one of the most recognizable and impactful tracks in South American pop music history from 1990s Canción Animal album, The song is called De Musica Ligera. Watch one of the live clips on YouTube and you'll understand why I'm picking the song. What you'll see is a stadium of people singing along loudly and clutching onto each other, so joyous, singing every single word, coming together without barriers of geography or belief. And that's exactly what the song aims to do. De música ligera, or light music, is all about the healing and unifying power of music, the comfort that you feel in dark moments, an instant sense of belonging
2: and screen
0: So for me, it was an instant number one, and I have to give a nod to some of the other brilliant musicians from Argentina as well. Charlie Garcia, one of the most influential musicians, important musicians in Argentina, um, and his succession of bands. Early psych band Almendra, Los Abuelos de la Nada, Los Ananitos Verdes, and so many more. I will also say, and I should have mentioned this earlier, if you are interested in Latin Rock music in general. Watch the Netflix miniseries called "Break It All" or "Rompan Todo." It's just a really cool, like six-part series on the history of Latin rock, not only in South America but Mexico and in Central America. So, anyway, I'm rambling. <laughs> Number one, Soda Stereo, "De Musica Ligera." Now, do they cover Becky G? You know who she is. I do know who she is, and I think they definitely predated Becky G. Okay. Well,
1: I just love her story out of Moreno Valley, living in a garage. And then she said, I have to do something for my family. Now she's all over the place in Latin America. Totally. Gotta love that. So if you ever get a chance, Becky G on YouTube. She went with English, and then she went to Spanish. She blew up. Blew up on uh, YouTube and everything else. All right. Top five South American songs. Let's run them down. But first, I have no honorable mentions because I barely got these five. I had the help of Brett, thank God. Brett... Any other honorable mentions from you?
0: Yeah, well, actually, now that we are opening it up to earlier in the seventies, I had some tracks that I almost picked from that era. One of which is really cool, but it was—it's a little bubblegummy, but gosh, it'll just have you smiling from ear to ear. Actually, any of their songs. It was a sister duo from Colombia named Elia e Elizabeth, and they have a song Alegría, and uh, they also have another one called Miss. But let me see if I can remember my numbers. Mis treinta dos dientes, basically my 32 teeth. And I mean, this music is just so joyful and happy. And yeah, a little bubblegummy, but it's but it's really cool. Uh, also, another one, great Colombian prog psyche band, Banda Nueva. They had a song, Emiliano Pania. Los Abuelos de la Nada from Argentina, Mil Horas. And uh Los Ananitos Verdes, also from Argentina, La Maraya, Marad Maraya Verde. <laughs> <laughs> right now it's like you're making sounds. I have no idea what you're saying, but good luck. Keep, keep going. Oh, yeah. I'm listening. No, that's it. That's it. I, I'll stop while
1: I'm moderately ahead. All right. Well let's take a look out of our list. At number five for me, Slapentura, refuse, resist. At number four, La Ley, El Dulo. And then at number three, Los Tres, La Torre or it's last trace is the band la torre del bebel am Oh, no, this is fun oh, i'm okay, enjoying this that. greatly all right all right yeah so at number two this one i'm gonna really murder dolores del really delirio help me delirio delirio like delirious uh, Delirio. i can't even yeah delirio delirio no, no, that work dolores delirio okay and then you got to say the name of the song uh kugler kugelada kugler. Uh, that was What's the name of the A Qualquer Lugar El, A Qualquer Lugar And at number one for me Los travelosos Cadillacs Matador You know what one. Bravo Bravo Greg
0: you got through yeah. that. English. Bravo yeah, Gregorio. Barely, I got
1: through
0: that. I, All I, I right. And my top five, number five was, and I'm not I'm not going to do any better. So, you know, I'm not throwing any stones at your glass house. Uh, Atercio Palados, Bolero Falaz. Number four, Sentimiento Muerto. And the song I picked was Manos Frios, or Cold Hands. Number three, Los Prisioneros, Train Al Sur. Number two, from Peru, Narcosis, or Narcosis. Cosis with repression and numero uno we had soda stereo with their massive hit de musica ligera yes there you go you know this was a lot we of fun through. i love weeks where yes. there's homework and research involved because it just i don't know it, it reminds me why we did this in the first place which was discovery and the love of the music exactly and then I found
1: myself, now all the commercials on my YouTube ch- uh, channel that I listen to are all in Spanish. Hey, so I'll do that for the next few all days. All right. You know, so i could just to say, uh, yes, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever that means. But <laughs> I'll take for it. Just let everyone know. Yeah, uh, I'm down. I'm down. South America, you got a lot of great culture down there. A lot of great music. I definitely will be diving deep into it. I find myself going into wormholes, so I will do that more with the South American music. And hopefully there's a band down there that can actually, I'm sure that there is, that is, they're bilingual and they'll put something out in English and we can get that passion instead of the floating on a dove's wing as we suck on kale and have a go on tour with us here in the US. I wanna hear about Tia's getting pregnant and Tio Gregorio. <laughs> meeting them so i'm just saying that's where
0: i'm at well i mean if if you are you should meet them first if you are the one getting the tia pregnant just saying well that would be helpful definitely helpful. first comes love then i mean you can skip i mean it's 2024 you can skip the (laughs) the marriage first comes love no you can actually skip the love it doesn't really matter actually the baby carriage can come first now
1: okay well, whatever We're happens, there's always tequila. Yeah, there's always tequila. Yes. So, And then I don't know what they have down in South America. They probably have some great something that mixes with something. Hmm. Maybe that wormhole
0: this afternoon. Yeah. You never know. Well, we promise you that we will go down all sorts of holes during season five. Oh, OK, there we go. Time to end it. Let's hit the randomizer. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I am on not my computer, I didn't even think about this. I don't have the randomizer okay well then it's going to be a mystery it's going to be a mystery top five we're we're going to have to figure it out (laughs) okay well it's going to be a mystery we will randomize later in the week because uh yeah i I don't have the the stupid file with me just like Dolores del rilio exactly did i get it halfway right uh, no. okay
1: you got the excitement of embracing the unknown i think you got dolores the excitement right. of embracing the unknown. dolores del so it's like the del, uh delirious Delir- del yeah. delirio del delirio 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 delirio, delirio. oh geez, gregorio delirio to hell with that.
0: oh that'd be a cool name To hell
1: with it gregorio, gregorio delirio delirio no, i'm actually really
0: liking that
1: yeah hmm. Well, if I ever get on a Hispanic radio station, yeah. there we go. I can say my name
2: and Salvador
0: that's it. Sabado Gigante con Gregorio <laughs> Delirio. Go! I'm all for it. Second career. Let's see where it goes. All right. Here you go. <laughs> all all right, right, well, let's see where this season well, goes. Thank you for joining us once again as we start our fifth year. I'm really looking forward to what we have in store, Greg. Me too. I can't wait. I can't wait to take the journey with all of you. Just want to say thank you for jumping on the ride. Until next week, we will wave hola and say adios. The theme music is Frequency, written and performed by yours truly, Brett Vargo. Any other music in this episode is presented solely for purposes of review, examination, and news reporting. If you like what you hear, go to your record store and pick up the LP, CD, cassette, or 8-track, or stream it if you're one of those newfangled fancy pants. If we're lucky enough to still have these artists with us, go out and see some live music. For the latest updates, join the O3L community at facebook.com only3lads. We want to hear from you. And while you're at it, click on the Shop Now link for the coolest threads. Until next time, thanks for listening.